Hello, beautiful tribe. This podcast is sponsored by Uvita. Thousands of years ago, before modern medicine proved scientific evidence for mind and body connection, the sages of India developed Ayurveda, which continues to be one of the most sophisticated, powerful mind and body health systems up to date. And I can begin to tell you, tribe, that it's about putting the power back in your hands. And the company that's helping you do that is Uvita. I've been on Uvita for a couple months now so that I can have a healthy gut and be able to clear my gut and be able to have the best digestive system that I can have. Because healing your gut allows the body to build a stronger immune system and produce the right kind of bacteria that tells your brain that it's okay to feel good. And as, as everyone knows, I'm the shaman who likes to stay lit and make sure the tribe is lit all day long. And so it's important for us to feel good in our bodies and it's important for us to live a very healthy life. Uvita is a company that is doing that. They are utilizing the knowledge and understanding of Ayurveda in their company, wild harvested and organically grown herbs that they synergistically create in an Ayurvedic way to be able to give you what you need for your body to sustain health, wellness, and vitality. Everything that they have in their company is based in integrity, ethically sourced from natives who practice sustainability. And I can't begin to tell you how happy I am to share this with you and to have them be one of the sponsors for Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. Their products offer everything from immunity to healthy joints and to healthy mood and healthy digestion and a healthy body. What more can you ask for from a company that is bringing Ayurvedic understanding to the Western world in a way that is supporting us and lifting us and shifting us into the greater possibilities of who we are? So I welcome you to experience Uvita. You can even contact them by going to their website, which is www.uvita.com. And you make your first order, type in the word shaman, which is their code for the Ancient Wisdom Today podcast tribe. And you will get 35% off on your order for your first order of Uvita. But I'm telling you, the moment you start taking this product, you're going to see dramatic change in your body and the way you feel. And that is the best. And as the tribe knows, I'm all about putting the power back in your hands. So go ahead and check out Uvita and use my code SHAMAN. And until then, live healthy always and every day in your life. Love you. Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual, and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek is a third-generation shaman, an evolutionary innovator, and a women's empowerment leader. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. We're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. Hello, tribe, and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. And I am here to love on you in ways that you've never been loved on before. I am adoring everything about you, the power of you, the the life of you, the words of you, the wisdom of you. It is so beautiful, so wonderful, and so needed on this planet at this time. I feel honored to have such a beautiful family in this tribe of leaders and teachers and artists and welders and construction workers and geniuses and techies and housewives and mothers and working mothers and and all types of wonderful people, doctors, 
doctors, to lawyers, to you name it, to Reiki masters, to dancers, to poets, to writers, to doctors, to every single person comes here to this tribe. I've gotten letters from all over the world and I am so honored and grateful. And I wanted to ask everyone in the tribe, have you signed up yet for the Awaken Your Powers Master's class? I, I can't begin to tell you on what you know, Sihara Rose and I have created to really assist you in your leadership on planet Earth and how to bypass all of the nonsense and all the things that get in the way of you really putting your foot down and saying, I'm here and I have a message and I am here to share my love with everyone for whatever modality I do it from. It doesn't matter if you're a real estate broker or if you're a school teacher or if you are just a person who's working a normal nine to five job at the mall somewhere. All it's about is getting you to recognize that you're more than these things and that the message of your being comes through everything that you do and that there's a reason why you're doing it and really stepping into that place and learn how to emerge as an authentic leader in a new paradigm. And it's really, really powerful. And I'm so honored. You know, we've gotten letters from people all over the world who have been sharing their love and their joy. And one of the great things I love about the masterclass, if you haven't joined already, is that we created a Facebook group of meeting up with people who are in your area, connecting with people who have um, the same feeling of really wanting to change what's happening here on planet Earth. So I welcome you to check it out. You can go to Rose. That's I. A-M-S-A-H-A-R-A-O-S-E dot com backslash Awaken Your Powers. And that's A-W-A-K-E-N slash your Y-O-U-R slash powers. P-O-W-E-R-S. <laughs> and so I just wanted to share that with you. And I'm so happy that you are here today on the show. This is wonderful. How is everyone feeling inside? Uh, just put your hand on your heart. Take a deep breath. Exhale. And then tap your heart. Just tap that heart. And as you tap your heart, I want you to say these words. Repeat after me. I love how powerful I am. I love how the world is open to me and that beautiful things are always showing up. I love how healthy my body is, how vibrant my organs are. And I love how my mind is clear and focused. I love the energy that moves through my being. I love the generosity that pours through me and out of me to others. I love my giving and loving nature. I love how I stand next to someone. And when their energy is low, I illuminate them without losing any energy. I love how prosperity is always flowing. And I'm responsible how I use my money and my currency to create change both in my lives and the lives of those around me. I love how aware I am of abundance and how abundant I truly am with all the things that I possess in my life. I love how intelligent and a genius I am. I love that my mind is quickened and fast 
and able to move through any barrier or wall of thought and intellectual pursuit. I love how my mind is constantly going deeper and deeper and all through life it sees the possibility of everything without resistance because my mind is sharp and my mind is constant. I love loving the God within me, the little boy, the little girl, the child within. And I love how my connection to God by talking to that little boy and that little girl and telling them every day how amazing and wonderful they are and knowing that every time I share those words with them. They become it, and therefore I become it. And whatever I say to that child, it becomes, and I become. I love how I'm always able to be at the right place at the right time, doing the right thing at the right moment. And I love how I'm always in alignment, and how everything is in alignment in my life, and that which isn't always falls away easily or reveals itself that it isn't in alignment. I love what a wonderful friend I am, what a wonderful lover I am to life and all people. I love my connection to nature. And I love my insight and my ability to see beyond the words of women and men and see beyond the illusion to the truth in the heart of the matter and always able to bring love and resolution from on high. I thank myself today for being here on Ancient Wisdom Today podcast to gather more knowledge, more diamonds, more gems, more rubies, more stones, more precious, beautiful energies and bring them into my mind and feel them within my emotions. I am alive and well. I am happy and free. I am the light and I'm lit. Good. And at that time, you should have finished the tapping of the heart, locking all that beautiful, powerful energy into your body, which is so wonderful to really set that tone inside of your body cells. By you tapping near your heart, on your heart, you're opening up the thymus gland to create new white blood cells in your body. And you're also giving those white blood cells a beautiful charge, as well as you're sending a synthesis of energy into your central nervous system and into the syntax nerves and muscles of your body. You're also illuminating your mind and your emotions at the same time while you're tapping the center of your heart. You're bringing in the heart essence of all the words that you're saying into the heart fire of the spark of light inside of your heart, and you're bringing that into every area of your being. And what's so dynamically wonderful about that is that that energy begins to move into your subtle energy field, and that's the energy field that creates the energy out in the world. When you begin to operate in this field of consciousness, you're not just operating from a place of speaking or saying some form of affirmation. You are actually saying a proclamation, a truth, a truth that is held within the heart of the divine, that knows the truth of you and sees the truth of you every single day, even when you may not at times. Even at times where you may think opposite of the truth, the truth is always within you. As we operate within the field of consciousness, we recognize that divine, disp- that divine prosperity that is inside of us, that beautiful energy that begins to flow and illuminate from your being, that beautiful energy that flows into the life of other people because of the nature of your being, 
because of the beauty of its structure, because you're constantly filling it up and you're constantly acknowledging the truth of who you are and giving it that wonderful resonant vibrational tone that moves both in your words and in your body and the way you connect with another person when you hug another person or sit in front of another person at a cafe or at dinner or at home on the couch just having a conversation with anyone the more you continue to create that beautiful resonant tone inside of your body that awareness of love that is you that awareness of wisdom that is you that awareness of power that is you that genius of you that that being that can see all levels of intuition and be able to feel all levels of intuition and be able to sense all levels of vibration and energy and frequency that you're able to move beyond just being a psychic you become to go into the gift of knowing all of that energy that is there that is always present inside of you when you draw attention to it when you bring your awareness upon it it then opens up this wellspring of energy molecules and energy fields that move through you to resonate that tone even greater so that's why it's really important to, to say, I don't resonate with that. Because when you say, I don't resonate with that, you are actually drawing your attention upon it and therefore creating a resonant tone that actually connects right back to you. So then it becomes the fact that you actually do resonate with it. A lot of times I hear people will say, oh, I don't resonate with that, or I don't resonate with this, or, I don't resonate with that. What they don't realize is that the idea of focus and attention creates the resonant tone and therefore your energy grabs it like a magnetic energy field and begins to merge with it into your subtle energy field and into your body system and into the chakras that people talk about. In shamanism, we don't have chakras, but I am aware of the chakras and how they operate. And I'm sure a lot of you are as well. And I'll be sure to, to give some classes around that from the shamanic perspective of chakras. But we have stargates in shamanism. We have energy portals that are different than the chakras, but they move in the body and they they accumulate energy and frequency and sound and vibration and words and everything and then it creates a complete um, energy field that goes out and attracts these things to you as the toning frequency of your being so it's always important for us to to fill ourselves up with that with that beauty and that joy of truth right and when we speak about truth we have to understand what truth really is. Truth isn't that what your parents told you. It's not what your system told you or the government or what some authority figure told you. Truth is always held in the field of love. Anything outside of that field of love is not true. So you always ask yourself, no matter what you listen to, no matter what you read, and I'm going to start getting emotional right now because <laughs> I get so excited to share these things with you. You know, my elder used to always say when I was young, uh, my grand, my uh, my grandfather, my grandparents, and you know, my um, tribal elders would say to me, you know, truth is always held in the field of love. So anytime you listen to anything, or anytime you you read something, or someone is speaking. If you don't feel the resonant tone of love within the words that they speak, if it doesn't make you feel loved, then it's not truth. And it's very easy discernment because what happens is a lot of times people get caught up in like listening to people and hearing them speak. And there's all these different spiritual teachers out there, but it doesn't mean that all of them are coming from the highest place of light. 
even there are guides that get inside of your guidance system. And a lot of times what I tell people is, you know, not all of your guides may be of the light or pretending there might be some spirits who got in there pretending that you're guides because you listened to them. You know, I had one guy come to me um, and he was such a beautiful, beautiful man. He was from Lisbon. And he said to me, you know, I'm really in touch with my guides. And I said, that's a beautiful thing. He said, yes, I'm very in touch with them. My guides beat me up. And I said, oh, oh my, what do you mean they beat you up? <laughs> he said, oh, but my guides beat me up. My guides tell me, you know, when I do things wrong, they get angry at me and they crack the whip at me and they, they get upset with me. And I said, oh, oh, okay, um, I have something to share with you. And he said, what is that? I said, that's not your guide. He said, oh no, but my guide gives me truth. It tells me things. I said, oh yes, but spirits in the underworld and spirits in the lower dimensions can do just the same to gain your trust, to gain your their position with you so that you will trust them. And the more trust you give them, you open up more to them and they can get more access to your mind, more access to your emotions, more access to your body. The same way that people do on the physical plane, it's no difference in the spiritual plane as well. You know, there's a lot of spiritual masters that I've come across. And when they open their mouth, I say, oh, oh dear, oh my, who is giving you this information? They say, oh, well, I, I'm in touch with this spirit and it speaks through me and it talks through me and it channels through me. And I said, oh my dear, well, the spirit who speaks through you doesn't speak with love. Don't you find that a bit awkward? Don't you find that a bit curious to find out why it doesn't speak with love and why is it cracking whips and getting on your case and yelling at you? See, spirits of the light, and I really want to um, really bring this about in, in the way in which we understand the light. So the light itself is love's intelligence, right? So whenever you hear someone say, you know, may the light be with you or love and light or you have a lot of light in your being, the light per millimeter of blood are synthesis in your being either or because it, it, when you have um, love intelligence in your being, the light forms both in your cells and also within your blood and also within your skin. And a lot of times people will say, oh, you're so glowing, Shaman Dirk, you're glowing. Someone, I was having dinner recently and someone had said to me, they saw a movie, this movie where these vampires, when, they, when the light touches them, they look like diamonds. And he says, oh, you're glowing like these diamonds. This is what you look like to me. I said, oh, thank you. You're so kind. And I, I love you. And that was kind words of yours to say that it was really kind for you. And if you can see that light, then that's the light you see within you. And so I want you to put more attention into that space in you. If you can see something beautiful in another person, that means that you're able to see that in yourself. You may not be saying that to yourself and you may not be putting all of your attention and observation on that as your um, your eminent truth. However, if you see beauty in me and you see love in me and you see joy in me and you see that I'm sparkling and glowing, that means that your spirit is saying, you see that because that's in you and it's asking you to come back to you after you see that in me or any other person and then ask for that which you see to expand and become more known to you. 
You see, every person is a gateway into your own perception, your own reality, your own ability to see yourself. If someone is seeing something negative in you or someone is seeing something in you and they're not coming from a place of love in their way to describe it to you or to express it to you in order for you to make changes in your life that support you on the highest level of your evolution, then it means that that is where they see in themselves. And that is the part their spirit is asking for them to look at and bring to resolution and to bring to refinement, right? We're not supposed to beat up on ourselves, people. My beautiful tribal members of our beautiful tribe, we're not meant to beat up on ourselves. Don't do it anymore. Don't do it anymore. It's not supportive to you. It doesn't help your cells. It doesn't make your cells or your blood or your bones, your muscles or any part of your being feel good. It doesn't make God feel good because when you beat up on yourself, you beat up on God. And when you judge yourself, you judge God. And when, you, when you're mean to yourself, you're being mean to God. So it's like, if you really love creation or the divine and you don't have to call it God, you can call it spirit, you can call it whatever it is. It doesn't matter because words don't really have a place in the spirit world the way everything is felt and experienced in the spirit world. But here on earth, we have identifications of things that we can call a table, a glass, a chair, a vase, a television, a wall, a mirror. But are they really those things? No. However, they were classified as those things and then shared with people as this is what we're going to call it. And then people just begin to take on that that language or that word to call it what that is so that everyone has a universal language. But the true universal language is love. (laughs) And it is that language of true um, resonance, right? True resonance is love. It's the ability to to really see the true understanding of one's being. And so that is why we have to be very mindful of what comes out of our mouths and what comes from other people. Not when someone says something to us that's rude and derogatory, we don't have to respond with anger and hate or frustration or annoyance in return because that's not helping them grow and that's not helping us to maintain in the truth of our awareness that that is not who we are. That is not who we proclaim ourselves to be. That is not the essence or the makeup of our being in its totality or in its essence at all. Any distortion that is being seen or experienced from words that are being expressed to you from other people is just that. It is a distortion, a discord, an energy that is out of resonant truth. When I talk about resonant truth, I mean truth as according to that which the divine sees you. Anything that you say to yourself that is not coming from love or coming from that resonant truth is just a lie. It's a lie. And you have to see it as such. And I will call it a lie. And it's time to say goodbye to the lie because it is not who you are. And so what happens is a lot in life, we've taken on this formality of respect for our elders and our authority figures that we think they know greater than us. And so because of that, we have this idea that because they know greater than us, we should just accept whatever they say to us. And we take it on, we take on the lie, we attach to it, we digest it, we absorb it, and we, um, we write it on our beings. 
you know, I call it the sketching of the soul, right? Sketching upon the soul, this inscribing the soul. In ancient Egypt, we would inscribe stories upon the walls, therefore giving understanding so those can learn um, who come from later generations, or we can always go back to the wall and look at the story to be able to understand the passing of information so that we wouldn't lose these information. So we had certain, um, certain um, people in the kingdom, we called them scribes. And these scribes uh, were wonderful, 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 wonderful people because they would scribe information, not because we want to have the history of it. We want to be able to see this information and then we can reflect upon the wall of this information to decide if this is the way we want to continue operating. So it wasn't like, oh, let's learn the history you know, that has taken place in Egypt. It wasn't concerning about the history. It was concerning more about reflection, right? And so if we look at opportunities to see reflection, this is what allows us to propel ourselves in our evolution. It gives us the fuel or the understanding or the wisdom that something is not in harmony. The discord has happened. The resonant energy frequency tone, which is love, which holds all things together in the field of love, therefore is being distorted on some level. Our better way to say it is that a brick in your palace is um, is faulty or falling apart. And if one brick becomes out of uh, sync, another brick will fall and another and another and another. And before you know it, there'll be holes in your kingdom. And so if we look at it in that terms, that when there is a resonant discord, if not dealt with, from the place of love, it can create a ricocheting effect or a disassembling, much like a domino, where you hit one domino and hits another and another and another and another. And so that is why we we have to be really aware of our accord. Now, what does it mean to be aware of your accord? To be aware of your accord is to be aware of your resonant energy form, your frequency tone that is going out into the world and that which you're receiving back. If I'm a person who is being comfortable with people talking to me in derogatory ways and disrespectful ways and ways that do not come from the highest place of love, I'm pretty sure you can figure out that my that my accord is completely uh, off or I'm not even paying attention to my accord. And so therefore, I'm allowing these dissociated, disillusionment resonant tones to enter into my being and allowing it to affect me, which means that I am not in accord. And so if I'm not in accord then I am allowing these distorted, unresonant frequencies to come into my resonance and create discord. And that discord will then create a domino effect if I don't, if I don't deal with it. It's like if you have a virus on your computer, right? And you don't deal with that virus. You don't download whatever is necessary for you to deal with that virus or have the the program to deal with that virus, you don't clean it up, that virus will continue to eat through your system and eventually your system will crash. That's basically what happens when there's discord within us. It takes time for that discord to crash the system. For some, it may be sooner than later and others, it may take quite some time. But nonetheless, 
don't be dismayed or um, or fooled by the fact that if there is a discord and then you keep putting it off and not dealing with bringing it back into resonance, then it will cause an effect on you on some level, be it health-wise or in how you actually connect with what types of people, the wave of people. Yeah, so... Every human being on this planet holds a resonant energy frequency. Either they're in accord with it or they're not. And you want to align with those who are in accord and those who are operating in resonant fields that connect into one one another, a synthesis of communication, as we would say. And therefore, that communication connects you with other people of the same accord or similar accord that can pour into your vessel and open up more doorways for you to bring your message through and to assist you in your life so that you can have a beautiful life, right? So I know a lot of people, uh, I know a lot of people from all over the world who have resonant accords. So when people become friends with me, I can pick up the phone and say, oh, I want to connect you with such and such. I think you would get along. And I know they will because that person has that accord energy that I hold. So I know they have the best interests of that person. They're not going to create dis- disharmony or how do we say discord in their life. So that's why it's important for us to have a cord and to recognize when there is an imbalance and creating discord within our energy system. As we begin to move out of this, um, this old awareness where we only act when we feel pain in our physical body, if we feel pain in our physical body, that means the discord. And see, I'm going to get emotional again. <laughs> because I love you so much and I see and I understand discord so well because oh, I've been on this planet, not just in this lifetime, but in many lifetimes. I'm a very, very old being and I came in a different form when I first came to earth, not as a human, but as a different type of being. And I have been watching the discord and the accord of human nature for quite some time. And so it's easy for me to speak about these things to you and to share these um, ancient wisdoms of accord and discord because it's um, something that I'm very schooled in, in the sense of um, me being here for a very long time and watching uh, the floodgates of humanity open and close, some with life and vibrancy and, ch- and change and evolution and some with destruction, chaos and degradation among their own kind. So. I have seen what happens when discord does not get dealt with within a civilization or within a family structure or within a person in a relationship or within a friend or within yourself. Discord is real, my darlings. And when discord keeps staying in that space, the domino effect is so real. It is so real. I have seen people's lives crumble and fall apart in moments notice in ways that they can't even imagine what happened to them. And it's because they have discorded energy inside of their field of consciousness that is running like a very wicked virus. And they need to be able to deal with that virus. And so the way you deal with that virus, the one of the major keys of dealing with that virus is watch how you communicate. How do you talk to yourself? You see, when you talk to yourself and your words do not match the frequency of love, when you speak to yourself and your words do not hold the frequency of love, you are picking up acknowledging that you are in discord. 
if you are listening to people and of being affected, angry, upset, agitated, hurt, annoyed, and so many other reactions that would affect you, it's because you are in discord. A discordant person would surround themselves with more discordant energies because discordant energy is like a yeast inside of your spiritual body that needs to feed off of more discord. So discordant people look for more discord in others and go and unlock themselves in or attach themselves or partnership with them so that they can create more discord. I'm sure you've seen this play out in relationships where people are yelling and screaming and screaming and yelling, calling each other names, slamming doors, running out places, running down the street, chasing after each other, hitting each other, doing all of these things, which are so completely out of sync with love. However, they'll convince themselves. One person might say, I'm done with you. I'm done. I'm leaving this relationship. They might leave for a couple of days, get on the phone, talk to the person again. And then all of a sudden they'll tell them, oh, I love you so much. I'm so sorry for the things that I've done. And I really do love you. And you know, we shouldn't say mean things to each other and all of these things. And then they'll get back into it. Two weeks will go by and they'll have a blowout again. It's because they are what we call, um, they are, the discord inside of them has taken on a parasitic shape. That parasitic shape needs to be fed. It's like a creature. Um, it's a nasty type of squid-like amoeba that sits in your energy field. Whenever I see people, I can look into their energy frequency and see this, this floating, weird looking, like almost like an eel or a snake, kind of like an octopus with tentacles. And this energy or this parasite is real. And some people may say, oh, is this for real? Is there really these things that exist? Well, you know, I mean, what you think exists on the physical plane is because you see it, but the invisible plane works different. You have to raise your frequency and get over your fears of the unknown in order to see into the spiritual planes. And let me tell you, if you ever gone to an ayahuasca center uh, circle or in a place like um, where there's a gathering of many people and some people are putting substances into their body and they did not come from a place of love in their in their space of how they've been operating in their life and they're merging with different people, I can guarantee you, you will find these beings waiting around them so they can open up their vessel with some type of you know, poison or medicine that they feel they need, they have, and it creates a hole in their aura, in their subtle energy field becomes distorted. And that's enough for the parasite to bring its tentacles in and latch on and then send signal frequencies into your neurological system and into your frontal lobe and into different parts of your brain to seize certain thought processes into becoming more negative and more discordant. And those negative thoughts and energies then begin to propel a lot of your actions and behaviors where you begin to connect with other people who are in discord and you begin to say things that are very discordant and people who are have tiny bits of discord inside of them, well, it'll become uh, an infected um, sickness of discord and you begin to in infect other people and who haven't really built up a strong resonant within their being when they're not in accord with themselves. And so you see those types of relationships where people are screaming and doing that back and forth thing and then going back and then doing it again and whatever. That's because there are two nasty, disgusting, vile, 
putrid and I cannot tell you what it looks like in the spirit world. And I am very skilled at clearing those things out. And so are other shamans and other mystics and healers and so forth. If they are not afraid of the dark arts, of course, they can't clear something out that they won't um, face off with in love. Um, and so these parasitic energies that have thinking processes, meaning they're conscious spirits that get into your energy and begin to send signals through these tentacles that have look like, you know, when you look at a jellyfish and you see the tentacles and it has like light moving through it or energy and electricity, that's what they do. They tap into your, your nervous system, into your, your process of how you think. All of your mind and everything is made up of energy. Your thoughts, your consciousness is made up of energy. And that's actually proven scientifically. Right, people um, have been doing all types of tests, even to this day. Uh, they're they're getting there. I'll say that. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why I'm joining forces with my friend Dave Asprey because I really want to help him understand more and more of how the spirit world operates, so he can see how the biohacking and energy operates. But energy frequency just monitored based on a machine that monitors the brain through certain types of waves and energy, right? So your body is made up of synthesis of different sound and energy frequencies that are moving faster than the speed of light through your system. Some sound vibrational tones are locked in your system and held in your system. I don't know if anyone has gotten into a lot of sound healing and why has sound healing become a lot more pronounced and more available in this day and age. And it's because sound healing, what it does is it helps to unlock those discordant patterns of sound that are locked in. When a sound frequency is locked in the body, it's because it's vibrating at a lower frequency tone. And the only thing that can disengage it is high frequency tones that actually continue to hit it, almost like it's confronting it over and over and over and over and over until finally that let that that goopy um low vibration frequency that's like very um murky and everything inside of your system begins to move and move and move until the resonant tone keeps hitting it hitting it hitting it hitting it hitting it and eventually it changes into the resonant tone and then merges um to go after other um discorded sound frequencies in your body uh so the thing is what happens is um the thing what people don't know about sound frequency is that when you do sound baths, they should only be between 45 or 30 minutes um, intervals break. People should get up and move their bodies and then go back into the sound resonant tone. What's happened is a lot of people who are doing sound therapy, we used to do in Atlantis and in the ancient days when I was a teacher in Atlantis, we used sound for everything. Sound to heal the body. We had these big rock um, um, big rock fixtures that we created with holes in them that were shaped in different sizes. And when the ocean water would come in, we they would we'd be towards the cave areas. We would have these beautiful things that would spin um, and it would spin because the water would spin it and it would then cr create a pressure inside as it would spin. The air um, would go in to these um, little holes and create these these intense sound waves one after another. And if someone was sick or ill, they would lay inside of this chamber and it would heal their body. But we only did it for a certain amount of time because if you do it too much and if you've ever been to a sound healing and you've laid down for more than an hour or two hours, it's going to make you sick. 
It's going to make your body um, um, lethargic. You might get really tired. You might feel restless and antsy. That's because your body feels threatened. It feels aggressively attacked. And a lot of times people will say, and I think it's funny sometimes when I hear the sound healers say, and I just like bow and I love them and I get it because they're still new to this level of technology. However, um, but someone will get really antsy and uncomfortable and say, I can't lay here that long. And they'll say, oh, no, you have to lay there because that's the reason why you're getting that is because you're, you know, it's working on you and it's doing that. No, in fact, actually, the true knowledge is it, it's not working on you anymore. If you're getting antsy and uncomfortable, it's because your body has gotten the resonant tone that it needs to do the healing. And it now needs you to step away from putting on a more resonant tone or it's causing an overload in your system. And it makes it even worse for your system versus it good because it starts to affect all of your electrons, your atoms, your synthesis, your subtle energy field, your chakras, everything starts getting in this place. And so, you know, a lot of things we have to be mindful of, you know, and that's the same with crystals as well. If people do crystal work and they sleep with crystals and stuff, there's only certain types of crystals they should sleep with, like moonstone, things that are, you know, soft to the spirit, to the energy field, because the subtle energy field picks up on those things and it can overload the system. So again, in, in when, I, when we were in Atlantis, we were very aware of this and we were aware of how much treatment someone should have and for how long and how much someone should work with crystals and how long and colors and all of these different technologies that we had available at that time for healing and transformation. So if you ever do go to a sound healing, you know, do it 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and then get up and say goodbye. And if other people want to lay there for an hour and make their body sick, then you let they go ahead and do that. But it should only be for 30 to 40 minutes at the most. 45 minutes going over that is actually going to cause more damage to your body than it is good. So you want to stay in it between 30 and 40. 30 is the upper, is the highest. And if you want to do something completely different, like if you are a sound healer and you're listening to this podcast and you want to understand more about resonant frequency versus discord. So the best way for you to do a sound healing would be 30 minutes, 10 minute break. Everyone does stretching movements, yoga, um, this kind of thing. Or you can even take it another step higher. You can do sound healing, 30 minutes, yoga, stretching, whatever it takes for people to move around and dance and, and stretch their body and crack their fingers because they're going to feel that. Because the, when you have too much energy going in someone's body, and I know a lot of Reiki healers have expressed this to me, Shaman Durek, how come when I do a lot of energy work on someone, they feel like they have to stretch afterwards and their fingers crack and pop and things because the energy frequencies are creating such a high a high vibration synthesis in their body. It spins the electrons faster. That's why when people sometimes work with me, they'll say to me, like I work with a six-year-old kid in London and you know he does work with me and his mom has to bring his lunchbox with him because when he's doing shamanic work, he feels like he's hungry, he's starving. And I just worked with a guy in New York and he goes, I am so hungry. What's happening to me? I feel... I'm tired, I'm strong, I'm starving. That's because his body, his electrons have spun faster. His entire system, his energetic system, when I talk about light, remember we talk about light synthesis? So light synthesis, right, is the energy that your body is reading and your body's made up of energy and frequency. So it reads the light synthesis coming in, but it can only take so much depending upon how much toxins you have in your body, how much sleep you get, how much way, the way your brain operates, you know, like, are you taking good care of your body? Are you giving yourself the things that allow more light synthesis into your being? 
If you're eating a lot of meat and dairy and food that are low vibrational foods, your synthesis is going to be sluggish. So when the light is coming in at full force and your body isn't able to handle that level of synthesis communication, you get tired. And I can tell in sessions when I'm working with people who have healthy bodies and who doesn't. People who come in and do shamanic work with me and their body's shaking and I'm bringing the spirits in, the ancestors are working on them. Their, their synthesis is really high and they're vibrating and they're feeling energies really quickly. And you know the spirits are able to get things done. The spirit can touch their leg and their leg will jump on, on the table and you know, I'll say spirits go inside of their body and and open up lasers and clear certain things and use the ancient words. As soon as I say the ancient words and it goes right into their body, they start shaking and feeling things. That's because their light synthesis is good. That means they're eating healthy. They're able to receive this level of communication from the light. However, if someone is like eating hamburgers every day and meat and stuff, and I'm not here to judge you about that. You can eat hamburgers and do all these things, but you have to find a balance. If you want to be growing more in your energy, in your light body, if you want to become a light being, you can't be a light being at a high level synthesis when you're putting very dense frequencies in your body. Like I know a lot of shamans who will, they have a very high light body and they eat meat like once a month to ground them just enough or they, if they do like a tamaskal, if they do like any type of shamanic work, they'll have a little strip of meat and they carry it in this little um, cloth and they bring it out and, they, and I watch them and they eat just a little bit of it. And it's so cute. And it's because they are... Um, they're 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 grounding themselves back into their physical form by eating meat, you know, and uh, and this is very important. And some people will you know do it in different ways in different cultures, you know. Um, but if you you know, like in Hawaiian culture, they would take poi because poi has a really powerful energy because it's from the taro root in Hawaii. And it literally, um, you know, draws energy like from your, your being and holds energy for you. It holds it in your body. Like it's really powerful. The taro root in Hawaii, when you eat poi, it holds energy in your body. It makes your body stronger to hold energy and frequency. So what some of the shamans will do is they'll take the the leaf and they'll put the banana leaf and they put the poi un, inside with the meat and they wrap it, you know, and then they keep it with them when they do their ceremonies and stuff. And then after they open the leaf and um, and then they take the the meat and the poi and they eat it and it and it holds the energy frequency, it grounds them and holds energy frequency in them. But if you really want to become like a very high powered, lit, high vibration um, being of energy and frequency, that's going to come from you lightening your load of energy density, right? Energy density, both in your home. You don't need a lot of things to make your home feel a home, you know, minimal. Um, you know, the way that you lighten your load in every level of your life, even from the words that you use, you want to make them lighter more vibrant, not heavy. Like it's hard, it's difficult. Like these are very heavy vibrational tones that when you speak it, people don't realize that when you speak a word such as it's, it's hard, it's this, it's that, you are literally changing the synthesis of your body because the word has a code and that code gets unlocked when you say it. And if it's a heavy vibrational code, that actually 
affects your cells and affects your body and so forth. And you know what? People are going to find out in the future, which I'm so excited, the the many probable futures, (laughs) because I know that the old ways always return to to the new. And because I've been on the planet for so many different bodies and all the way into my ET form when I first came here, Um, And my understanding of how to help the development of the other beings on the planet to be able to have a place to to migrate to for their survival of the continuation of their learning in this this, third dimensional type um, experience. I really begin to observe things, even though now I'm in a human form, I still have my ET nature about me. And I really begin to observe the understanding of human nature and how human beings need to feel this this sense of completion in something that they complete. So I know that human beings are going to figure out how to use sound in a better way than they're using it. And like when they go to clubs and when they go to parties and they're drinking and smoking while dancing and listening to house music or whatever music or any music for that matter it's those are light synthesis is connecting and communicating to your body music is connecting and communicating to your body and if your music that you listen to is connecting shards of suffering pain and degradation into your cells into your body it's not a good fit and it creates discord even when a woman is listening to a hip hop song and it's talking about bitches and hoes and all this kind of stuff, she doesn't understand. She may be dancing and having a good time, but what she doesn't understand is that that synthesis, because it has word, which is code, and the sound, which is sound, which is creating connection through synthesis of their own internal process, meaning that your cells and everything is communicating to the synthesis, and then the words are writing that synthesis. Imagine, I'm going to give it to you in a way to understand. So think of sound, okay, like a rainbow or an energy beam going across the room. And the word with music is sliding on that rainbow, almost like it's like going on a slide, you know? So, you know, like when you were a kid, you would go down these slides, like at an amusement park or like carnivals and things like that. You would be the, you would be the word and the slide would be the synthesis of sound. And that's what happens. So when you listen to music, there's a slide of words coming into your cells, into your electrons, into your atoms, into your skin, into your eyes, your organs and all of your body. And then what happens is because if your body immediately, your your body immediately from its accord notices that there's an imbalance in the synthesis of your being and in your subtle energy field and your chakras and everything begin to eliminate it by pushing it out and transforming it into love or transforming it into that space. But let's say you keep listening to that song. You keep listening to friends talking about things that are are people putting you down and so forth. The discord is so much that your your that your accord has to start um, it takes in so much discord. And by the time it takes to clean all that up, you're creating more discord on top of more discord on top of more discord. Now you're bringing discordant people in your life. Now you're listening to discordant things all the time. Now you're turning on the news and watching things and being 
just inundated with discord, your body starts building inflammation, your cells start changing frequencies. Those frequencies make it possible for certain bacteria and viruses and radicals to get inside of your system and parasites, not just on the physical plane, but also on the emotional plane and also on the mental plane and also on the spiritual plane. And each parasite that lives in each part of these dimensions can become just as vile and disgusting as the next. You know, there are parasites that exist in the spirit world that are more more deadly and more painful than the ones that we deal with on the physical when someone gets a virus in their body or a bacteria and they have to go to the doctor and get um, checked or they go to take holistic um, medicines, um, formulas and herbs and things in order to, to weaken that parasite in their body and strengthen their immune system and so forth. You have to have a spiritual immune system, a mental immune system, an emotional immune system, and a physical immune system. It's very important. Very, very important, my darlings. And so your spiritual immune system has to be attuned to love. Your mental immune system has to be attuned to love, meaning the accord is love. Your emotional immune system, accord is love. And your physical immune system, the accord is love. If you attune all four levels of your spirit, your spiritual, your mental, your emotional, and your physical, the PEMS, right? You are able to to shift and change other people's energies in discord just by being near them, just by talking to them. A lot of times people will say to me, wow, when you speak to me, I get healing. That's because my words are in alignment with love. My thinking is in alignment with love, right? And so I'm what I constantly uh, focus on is keeping my emotions and my physical in that space and keeping all of them. And so that's where we get into learning about balance so I can have a cord. And so... In shamanism, when we're chosen as shamans, we're chosen by several factors. One, our ability to exude certain levels of access to powers or be able to be attuned to certain powers. That's not the big part of shamanism. Yeah, the ability to work in the spirit world and know the symbols and the codes and the energies and understand how everything operates is a very important aspect of being a shaman. Um, if you're working with plant medicines like ayahuascaderos and ibogans and all these different people who are working with plant medicines, it doesn't constitute you as being a shaman. It means that you are an ayahuascadero, you are a shaman of the plant. You are a shaman of the medicine. You are a shaman of the, you're connected to the frog or whatever it is that you're, you're using, peyote or whatever, okay? But to be a shaman to the spirit world is not just about being a shaman to the plants. A shaman to the spirit world means that you have to really get into accord with your connection and relationship with the wind, with fire, with water, with the different spirits that exist, both in the upper realms, meaning higher vibrational tone realms, and the lower realms. You don't, if you're a shaman, you don't run from darkness. You don't confront it with anger and get mad at it. You're always in a resonant accord with love. And that's how you transform, transmutate, and, and illuminate energy on planet Earth. So going back to what I was talking about and, and being in that frequency is like one, paying attention how you're talking, what types of people do you surround yourself with? This tells you if you're in accord. Two, are you affected when someone says something negative to you? That means that you have a dis, um, you have discord in your being if you're affected. 
Um, another way to find out is what types of food do you eat? What types of things do you feed into your synthesis, both physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual? Do you um, open your mind to things that are, are beautiful and enchanting to your mind, that your mind gets to be fed in the right way from words and information that are high tone vibrational words? Now, when I when I say high tone vibrational words, is that every word has a code. And what I what I want to um, you to do is I want you to go through a dictionary and I want you to pull out words or I want you to write a bunch of words on the on a piece of paper and I want you to go to each word and, and see if you can acknowledge the code. You see, in shamanism, acknowledging code is a huge part of magic, right? And um, we can talk about magic in another time and what magic really is versus what, what uh, a lot of people would think magic is and black magic and all this kind of stuff. And a lot of people have no idea what magic is in its true essence. So if you can start reading code in sound, code in words, code in colors, code in body language, and all of these things, you are really becoming a strong, powerful shaman because you are literally tapping into the field and understanding of codes. Codes makes the difference between unlocking or locking. A magical spell locks in something energetically into a frequency that it feeds the frequency to make changes. Now, if an a code um, is discordant, it creates a discorded frequency, hence black magic, right? Uh, what people call black magic or distorted magic or anything that people would, you know, when someone says something to you or whatever, that is also a form of black magic. It is, it is a code of word that is meant to be put into your synthesis and then feeds your synthesis poison if accepted. But if you have a strong spiritual immune system, well, you have nothing to worry about. And so um, getting a strong spiritual immune system is really loading yourself up with your accord of truth. That means speaking the truth to yourself all the time. Even if you think you're a failure, you don't think it from this day you simply say even you have to understand that what you believe right now is you believe it now because of what you believe then if you want to change the next now to accord then you have to change what you do right now in this moment so in this moment if you believe that you're a loser a failure and you're not good enough that you're accepting a discordant frequency of an untruth and therefore it is creating a decimation within your system could be small could be large if you keep going, you make a wake up with cancer, you wake up with all these different things because the discord is, I'm not saying that you're going to get cancer. So don't get me wrong. What I'm saying though, if you keep discordant energy inside of you, you will have something go wrong. It's only inevitable shamanically. So getting into that resonant frequency is to really pay attention and don't beat up on yourself. Like beat up on yourself days are over on planet Earth, right? It's all about nurture, 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 nurture. <laughs> Nurturing yourself is so important and like really nurture yourself. Like really give yourself a really good nurturing. So when you when you whenever you acknowledge that there's discord, the thing that you don't want to do or I advise you not to do shamanically is to ex, ex, um, respond in that space. And if you've listened to my um, podcast on what is responsibility, when you respond to anything, it should always be with love, right? So when you go at an, a discordant energy, or if you notice that there's discord in you because you speak in a certain way and you eat certain foods that are that are low vibration, that means that you're feeding the parasite. That means you've got a parasite in you and you're not going to freak out about it. Because in order to get the parasite out of your being, 
you have to be in accord. That means that you have to take every feeding source that that parasite is getting fed from out of your being. That means literally cutting its food supply off. Now, the parasite, when it gets its food supply cut off, or if you work with a shaman like me who's a spirit shaman, we can clear this parasite out of your being. But you might have 10 parasites, 20 parasites, 30 parasites that are feeding off of certain areas of your life because you are bringing discord through those areas. A lot of ones that I see the most are relationships in couples and relationships between boyfriend and girlfriend, and boyfriend and boyfriend, girlfriend and girlfriend, husband and wife, you name it. And I see um, a lot of discord that I see is in family members, family, family um, members like you know father and mother, daughter and son, uncle and aunt. Like you know uh, these parasites love to create discord in family structures. Um, the other discords that I see are self discords, where you actually saying mean things to yourself, beating up on yourself, being hard on yourself, um, you know, just raking yourself through the co- the coals of hell. I mean, that's basically what you're doing every time. You're basically just decimating your entire spirit because every time you say something mean to yourself, you're just taking yourself through hell and raking yourself on the hot, hot sharded glass of, of, of disassociated consciousness. Not saying that hell, the hell region is a place that exists in the spirit world where beings go to punish themselves and they create it. Hell changes all the time. People change it. It changes. Sometimes it's a fiery pit. Sometimes it's whatever people envision for themselves as a form of punishment. And then they bring that energy here to earth. You can always tell when someone's in a hell region by what's going on in their life. If they're constantly beating themselves up, they're getting things are always going wrong. People are always attacking them and hurting them and whatever. They're they're both definitely have their spirit trapped in the hell region. And I would literally have to do what is called a descent, a descending, which is where I would leave my body and go into that hell region and see where they're at and then do ascension, which is to take them out of that hell region by convincing their spirit that it doesn't need to be there. It's a shamanic technique. And actually witches use it as well too. A lot of mystics have used it and you know, priests use it as well. They call it exorcism, you know, but it's uh, it's really basically that you've just asked these spirits to take you into this hell region because that's where you feel you belong. It's not a place to be. So when it, the thing is, when you're in that region, that's because you have so much discord in your being and you think your world, your life sucks and there's no point in living. You know, when you're dealing with suicide people, it's because they have so much discord in them that these parasites... Um, inside of them are taking over them so much and they see nothing but just pain and suffering in their lives and what they don't feel their lives matter and that no one cares and all this stuff but it's because they don't care and so then they they take their lives because they they're already decimated so much of their internal being their spiritual being their emotional being their mental being it's only the last case which is to decimate the physical being and that's why some people who commit suicide don't go to the light because once they die and the and the universe goes okay here's everything your life could have been if you stayed on earth and here's all the things you learned and here's all the things that you didn't. Are you willing to let go of all the things that you didn't learn to go home to heaven? And most of them are like, no, I can't. I can't let go of that. Why did I do that to myself? How could I have done that? And then they go into the shadow realm or we say the underworld. And then they tap into a human being on earth and then they they use their synthesis through that human being to tell their story. And hopefully that human being doesn't think that it's them when saying those negative things in their head. And then they deal with it. And that's also going to be in my book uh, that's coming out next year, how to be able to understand these different levels that we're talking about here. So back to what I was saying is that we want to be 
and in, in, in that space, we really honestly want to be in accord with ourselves. So get in accord with yourself, right? Don't go walking around telling people, I don't resonate with this and I don't resonate with that because that tells us that you're in accord, that you are resonating with those things. And so you need to look at what you're pulling in, right? You, when you are in accord, you are only operating in a field of love, 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 which is so wonderful and so beautiful and so wonderful and amazingly, it tastes so good. It's so um, nurturing and fulfilling on every level, more so than food or anything else. Love is a wonderful chord. And so when when you feel discord, you notice discord. Like if you're gossiping about someone on the table or if you're talking about someone in a negative way and it's not to make everyone aware of what's going on so that you all can join together and help that person, you have discord. If you're arguing with your mate all the time and fighting and calling each other names, withholding uh, intimacy from them and doing all of these things, you're in discord. If you are at a job or working at some place and you're constantly feeling miserable and feeling put down and not feeling good and beating up on yourself, you're in discord. And so these are things that you definitely want to be aware of. And these are things that you want to move out of your space. And the only way you're going to do that is through transmutation and transfiguration. And that comes through you getting in accord by bringing in frequencies and energies. And if you are doing sound baths and you are doing those things and you really are a person who wants to really help people through being a sound um, bath um, orchestrator, then please stop having them lay down for an hour because you're putting them into discord just by keeping them there because the synthesis gets overloaded and it starts creating a negative tone through their body because the body starts feeling aggressively attacked. Remember, music, environment, food, conversations, all of these things, if they're not in accord and resonant of love, it can become an aggressive attack to the system and the system can go into shutdown because of it. That's why I say too much love can suffocate someone and right amount of love is exactly what they need. <laughs> So like like when I give someone a hug, I know when the hug needs to stop because if I kept hugging someone, like I remember once this elder once said to me, your hugs are so amazing that if you keep hugging people, you'll employ, implode them because it's too, much, it's too much communication to their being depending upon what they're eating, what they're doing. So I hug people and I listen to their heart when I hug them. And when their heart rhythmically starts changing to a place where it seems uncomfortable, I let go of the hug and I, I let go of the blessing because when I hug people, I bless them up. I, I, I hug them and then I say, your path is clear. We're clearing energy in your body. We're opening up new ideas and innovative thoughts in your mind. I don't just hug people just to hug them. I hug them to bless them. And so... You know, it's always important to be aware of that. And if you're a healer and you're doing healing work on someone and someone keeps falling asleep, um, there's two reasons why they fall asleep. One is because you have a parasite inside of them that doesn't want to get the healing. So it checks them out. So you want to always make sure you keep their eyes open. And every time they close their eyes, you know, you hit a ring a bell or smack your hands or shake them. It may seem a little annoying to them, but trust me, they'll thank you when they get more into their powers and realize how you just helped them, you know, ward off a parasite that's been actually putting them into a sleep spell. Um, the other thing is some people will fall asleep. Like if you're reading a book and all of a sudden you're reading the book and it's a lot of information and you fall asleep, it means that you're overloaded already. You have too much overload in your system. Your system needs you to dump and clean. So you need to go on a, what we call a mental, emotional, spiritual, physical clean out. And um, to do that, would be for you to really get into, like I, I've spoken a lot of times about Zen walking is a wonderful way to clean out 
Uh, doing flotation tanks is another way to clean out. Any form of meditation where you're not trying to control something and just there and letting things go. Like when you're trying to like keep your mind focused on one mantra or you're trying to keep your mind focused on your breath or you're trying to keep your mind focused on something, you literally are not cleaning out. So you, you could be expanding and you can be reaching higher levels of consciousness through that expansion, but you're not cleaning out um, old synthesis just to give you a heads up. So there's all these really great ways of doing it. Another way to clean out is go lay in the body um, in the water. Water is an absorber and it absorbs synthesis. And so therefore, if you go to the ocean and you feel emotional, all of a sudden you hit the ocean and you lay in the water and all of a sudden you feel good or you take a shower. You know, as someone always says, like when someone wants to be intimate with someone and they don't get they, they don't get that intimacy, go take a cold shower. Because the reason why they say that, it's because it comes from an old, old adage, which is the water cleans out that synthesis so that you don't have that feeling anymore. So just kind of giving you some ideas, some things that you can do to really get into that place of accord with yourself and get into that place of love. Oh, there's so many more things I want to share with you about this, but I know um, I want to save it for other other shows, but I love you so much. <laughs> and I'm so happy that you're here. And I love you, 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 love you. You know, and we have so much power. And so please stay in accord with yourself. Look for those discordant vibrations. Look at what's really resonant in your energy field. Think of the things that I shared with you when it comes to, you know, what's coming out of your mouth, what type of body language you have. Are are you are you operating in the field of love when you connect with people when you talk to people when you talk to yourself and are you allowing the field of love to be present and resonant in your life this will let you know if you're in discord or if you're in accord and i know that you're going to figure it all out because you're powerful tribal members that are so smart and so powerful and so ready to be the leader that you are so i love you so so much and if you get a chance this means a lot to me. When I tell you it means a lot to me, if you have um, an iTunes and you can get it to um, open up an iTunes account, go on to Ancient Wisdom today and rate the shows that you hear. Are they lifting and shifting you? Do they make you feel empowered? Are they giving you information that you didn't have before so that you can take yourself to higher levels of, of being a leader and being a master in your own right and bringing your wisdom and your love to the people in ways that you never have before? And if you are, then please give me big stars and leave a beautiful comment because people read those comments, you'd be surprised. And some people leave some comments because they don't understand what I'm saying and that's okay. But the more we have beautiful comments people to read, the more we're bringing a cord to people to want to come and listen to the show and shift and lift their lives in higher ways. And that's what it's about, right? This is about sharing the love sharing light consciousness. And remember what I told you what light means? It means love's intelligence. And that's what we want to share is love's intelligence. And that's what ancient wisdom is all about. Love's intelligence for all of us so that we can transmutate the darkness into light and live on a planet where we're not held in slave energy forms, but we are held in the place of love and sharing and continuation on being on planet earth. So 
I love you so much. And if you're not following me on Instagram, I send a, I give a lot of lives there and I do a lot of messages and posts there that are really opening up the eyes and your mind and your spirit to higher ways of thinking and, and being. So please follow me on Instagram. And I love you so much. And if you feel you want to learn from me, sign up on my newsletter at shamandurek.com. That's three call the actions. I hope you access all three of them. Actually, let me change the word from hope because we want to get rid of the word hope. And I keep hitting the microphone. Uh, Not hope. I know you will access all three of them because all three of them are going to take you to a higher place of who you are. Sign up on the newsletter at shamanderek.com so I have your email so you can see what kind of workshops and classes and things that I'm doing in your area, meditations and whatnot. Follow me on Instagram if you have an Instagram or Twitter. And, you know, please leave your beautiful, beautiful, beautiful ideas and thoughts of how this has helped you in your life on iTunes for the reviews. Thank you so much. I love you, tribe. You're so powerful and so wonderful and so dynamically divine. I'm happy to be on this planet with you. And I can't wait to meet you one day. And one day our paths will cross. If that's what you want, we'll align our synthesis and our paths will cross and we'll give each other a big bless up hug and share wonderful ideas. And I'll get to hear about your life and all the beautiful things you're doing. And we'll hold hands and laugh and play and be kids like we were in heaven together. I love you so much. Until next show. Goodbye. <laughs>